Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet you at the finish line. It is June 1st, and I'm so excited to kick off the new series called Getting to Know You and How God Has Affected Your Life and Strengthened Your Life. As we started, we're going to have a new guest. His name is Jonah Kopecki out of Illinois. Nice to have you in the studio, Jonah. It's nice to be here. What, it, what are you thinking right now? So overwhelming first day here up, up north in Wisconsin. It's gonna be gonna be a fun summer. You know. What do you do? So this summer, I'm actually gonna be lifeguarding all summer. Be okay. helping out the kids. Uh, maybe teach them how to swim. Share the word with them. Okay. Fun. And what's this camp? That, is it a camp or what is it? Yes. So sorry, I I forgot to explain that. I'm actually at a Christian youth camp this summer. We're gonna be uh. Every week we get a new group of kids or sometimes even adults and they come here to have fun and learn about God. And uh, I'm just here to lifeguard them and help point them towards Christ in any way possible. That's cool. I have, what's this camp called? It's actually called Silver Birch Ranch up okay. in northern Wisconsin. All right. Now, the Silver Birch Ranch, have you ever gone to it as a camper? I know like you, you're a worker now. Have you, what attracted you to Silver Birch Ranch? Yeah, it's actually a cool story. So my great-grandparents, I guess, were here at the start. So I just kind of grew up going here. My grandparents' parents went here. They just kind of raised me coming here every summer. And my dad actually worked here for about five years. So I actually got to live out here by the camp for a few years. So it just holds a very big place in my heart. That's cool. Did you – now, I'm guessing that you went to uh, – uh, did you go to public school then? So while I was here, I was actually homeschooled. Okay. Just because uh, I actually lived out by the camp, right by the camp. Okay. So the closest school was like a half an hour away. So it was easier, especially with the Wisconsin winters. It's a little yeah. easier to uh, <laughs> just homeschool out here. Because I heard that <clears throat> I heard that Wisconsin winters are actually atrocious. As further you get up north, is that um, now? Now this is day one of our podcast, and this is out of five days in. There's a lot to cover, isn't there? What do you think? Did you do any sports, like, or not? What do you think? Like, yeah, a little background. Uh, I did. Yeah, what's your background? Yeah, so I before I lived up by the camp, I actually lived in Downers Grove, Illinois, where I'm from now. It's a complicated story, so stick with me. So I lived in Downers Grove, Illinois. I went to a private school from preschool to about fourth grade. Uh, I did tennis and swimming. Uh, I tried a bunch of things. I tried out soccer and football. It didn't really work out. Uh, then I ended up moving out to the camp where I'm at now. Uh, and I homeschooled. It just kind of worked, helped out at the camp. It wasn't much, too much to do up here during those winters and there's snow everywhere. Uh, and then actually in eighth grade, or it was a little complicated with my schooling. I kind of skipped grades and went back in grades. But eventually in eighth grade, <laughs> I moved back to Downers Grove, Illinois, where I did public high school. And I actually stuck with gymnastics and diving through high school. Oh, dang. Yeah. Uh, what, <clears throat> so diving, what's your best record in diving? What kind of, for viewers that are listening, they're thinking, what is diving? Do you just dive in the swimming pool? <laughs> or can you expound on that? Yeah. So for the diving that I did, it's a little different than like Olympic diving because we're just high schoolers. So uh, we was on a one meter springboard, which for those of you who don't know what that is, it's just three feet off the water and it's one of those bouncy diving boards. 
and we just had to do there's a few different sections different types of flips and we just do flips and try to dive in the waters nice as you can okay so changing the subject you know as <clears throat> as you know we do a christian podcast and you're on it um you know we you know through life and stuff we are kind of we go through these different times in our life where we're like we have that god moment you know we we that's a testimony so can you i'm sure the viewers would love to hear your testimony like a watered down to not watered down testimony but just kind of overall how did you accept jesus christ yeah so uh it started out as just kind of like uh i was raised in a christian home with christian parents and a bunch of christian influences so my whole childhood kind of was just surrounded by that i didn't really know anything else so it's like i was a christian but not really because i didn't have any i didn't know anything else to go against it uh when i got to high school that's when things kind of changed i went to a public high school so it wasn't home school wasn't a private school and i actually had all these other influences and uh it definitely got challenging it was hard to not follow the crowd and want to party and uh, do all the fun stuff uh, but it's towards probably junior year like maybe halfway through high school i kind of started to realize that uh it's a lot more fulfilling and joyful to go back to where i came from and uh, follow god and kind of reaccept him what do you think is a <clears throat> So for, I'm sure we have listeners, you know, we have listeners across the world and stuff. They're thinking, man, it's gotta be easy being a Christian, being raised in a Christian household and stuff. Cause like you have that accessibility. What do you think the struggles are kind of living in that kind of a household yeah. compared to an individual that, for instance, we have people like don't know who Jesus is, neither does their family. So they have, they have to go through a traumatic thing. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you explain to the listeners I mean, how did you keep that faith going? Because like, it's got to be so easy just kind of be mellow and got to be so easy not to, you know, be stagnant in your faith. How do you encourage people? Yeah, exactly. So I, I love that, like, stagnant. Like, it's it's very hard to, like you said, when you're just surrounded by that, to stay stagnant. And, like, it's just what you do. So uh, how did you grow through that? Uh, sorry for interrupting. How did you, like, <laughs> keep your faith going through that segmentation? So a lot of it is accountability. That's a huge thing. Uh, is having friends and uh, that aren't just Christian, but they're actively in the Word and pursuing God, and that they keep you accountable to reading the Word and following God and pursuing what's right uh, in your own life. Because it's easy to be around people who say they're Christians and might do, they might try to avoid sin, but they don't really care about God and that relational mm. part. And now, has that affected your life or? like just being sick is that what yeah yeah that's yeah it was really easy doing that before high school before i knew anything else it's like uh it was just the way i lived life mm -hmm. it wasn't like a intentional it was just what i did oh so you're kind of like you kind of have a stagnant feeling and yeah now do you sometimes even as a firm believer and stuff did you find like i know like as time went on and stuff through junior and stuff you're graduated now do you still kind of feel stagnant and for like with segmentation how do you overcome that even to even to this very day and age how do you overcome that segmentation yeah i think uh a big part is to question a lot of stuff that it's What's one question that you have like that keeps you on fire for god like okay i there's a lot of questions okay. what's one <laughs> like uh let me think there's because the way i do it is almost i take other people's messages or 
what they tell me. And then I go, I try to expand on it. So if the pastor says that uh, lying is wrong, then what's what lying is wrong? Is a white lie wrong? Is a is only like an outwards big lie wrong? Oh, yeah. And it's just, I think it's really important to ask a ton of questions. And especially of like when you're in church and you're hearing things from these author- like pastors and authorities that you think that you could just take their word for fact. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can, but I think it's really good and works out your mind and your faith to uh, question them and see what they might be wrong or right about and uh, do your own research. And that keeps you uh, from being stagnant. You know, one thing that I want your, since we're on this topic, I want your thoughts on this stealing, you know, people, pastors are like, Hey, even the Bible says thou shall not steal. And that's a question that I've always had. So for an individual, like, what do you think about I mean, we're open here. So what do you think about that topic? What, what do you what do you tell people when you speak to people? Like, is stealing actually wrong? Or what happens if we're in this kind of a, a war zone, you know, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, and then they have to steal for food? What do you tell What do you tell that kind of a person? Yeah, that's hard. Uh, when you're like, oh, yeah, that's a really difficult one. Because, like, obviously, if you're okay, you're in America, you got a job, Mm -hmm. then like, what do you need to be stealing for? You can make your own money. But like when you're in one of those positions where you got to steal to live, uh, yeah, that's hard. I think uh, some of it comes down to your judgment. Like, do you, because I don't know, maybe, maybe, uh, well, yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) Yeah, see? Yeah. uh, but I don't know. I think God will provide. Mm-hmm. So while it's hard not to steal, I think sometimes uh, you just got to trust God. And other times, I mean, it's it's only human to take it into your own hands and do it yourself. Yeah. And I also feel like, you know, God does provide. But, like, I also truly believe and I know that, you know, even people in the – I think not the people back in the Bible, but you look at – we're going back to the lion thing. You look at Rahab, you know, she lied. Mm-hmm. Am I right? And uh, I think God, I th- for lying situations, I think there's a certain fine line when you have to lie for your own safety. Mm-hmm. What's your viewpoint on that? Do you think it's okay? What I want, I'm picking your brain. What do you think? Yeah, I think. Uh, now, if he stole a cookie, that'd be a whole different story, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with the lying, uh, I think, uh, like, I think that's pretty cool clear in the bible to me is just to not lie but i think a lot of it comes down to like being a human again Mm -hmm. and like it's when especially in social situations that a lot of times you gotta like like you said like you gotta lie to save yourself sometimes Mm -hmm. and uh it's only natural and like i'm not gonna like shame anyone for it because like everyone's gonna slip up everyone's gonna do it but uh i think it's pretty clear that it's not the right thing to do but I think sometimes it might be in your own eyes right to self-preserve or to help someone else mm-hmm. to lie. And I think uh, a lot of times it seems like the right judgment to lie. And I think sometimes it's just misleading to uh, assume that you should lie. Yeah. And that you shouldn't be like, I, I get where you're coming from. Um, so as we can, conclu- well, as we're kind of concluding to the time of day one, what's your... I mean, do you have any final? Well, we're gonna we're gonna be here for five days. So, um, what do you think it's out of today for day one? What do you think is advice that you have to give? So, we're gonna give five days for five advices, five different advices. 
What do you think, what's your advice for a person that just accepted Jesus Christ? Yeah, I would say kind of what I said before is that questioning thing is stay curious, uh, keep questioning. The more questions, the better. It's the digger you're going to, bigger, yeah deeper you're going to dig, <laughs> the more understanding you're going to have, and the more you're going to grow. Uh, yeah, it's really easy to try to take the easy way and mm -hmm. not question too much and take what the pastor says for fact and just go with it. And uh, I would just encourage you to not take the easy way, to keep questioning and uh, try to keep yourself accountable as well. Mm, okay. Take questioning. So we're going to have you close with prayer. We're going to twist it around. So we're going to have you close with prayer. And awesome. the famous phrase, oh, remember, God loves you, and I'll meet at the finish line. All right. I'm going to let you take the floor on the prayer. All right. Dear Lord, I thank you for this beautiful day that you've, uh, that you've afforded us. And I thank you that we could uh, be here to, together, that I could be here with Austin, and that we could uh, discuss this and uh, share your word and your light and uh, maybe some wisdom or at least what's in our heads with uh, the listeners, you guys. And uh, I pray, God, that you could just uh, speak through me, that my words don't come through, but yours do. Uh, I pray for Sauslin as this podcast goes on. I pray that uh, it just keeps getting bigger and better and uh, continues to go well. Uh, in your name I pray, amen. Remember, God loves you. We'll meet you at the finish line. And there we have it. We have Jonah Kopecki for day one. And join us tomorrow as we're going to have big, as we're going to have him back on and for the next four days. And you guys have a blessed night.